um, that we have in this church. You know, it's one thing to hear it on the radio or to plug into a CD, but I like in person. I like to be able to hear, um, have the moments in the Holy Spirit that you need to absorb what you're singing about. So thank you, Christopher. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the anointing that, that abides in him that brings us up to a different level. Every time we come to church, right? I expect God. Sorry, I'm, I'm coming up to a different level here. <laughs> it's like, okay, here or here? <laughs> but God knows. I just, he told me this morning just to relax and have fun. Right? And I believe that that's what we've done. We've had moments in, in worship that we have relaxed in his presence, right? We can have fun and just let all the cares of life roll off, right? Let it roll, Lord, let it roll. And so anyways, I just, uh, I've been excited about what God has been put this message in my heart several weeks ago. And um, anyways, but I have so enjoyed what Pastor Jordan has been sharing on the nature and the character and the names of God. I just, I've just been enjoying it. I didn't want to break it. I didn't want to break what he's doing. It's just so good to, to have a, a, a higher understanding of all God's attributes, right? Everything that he is, because when we learn about him, we learn about ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. We are like him. Yeah. We're made in his image. Everything that he is, he's put within us. Amen. And so the first scripture I wanted to start off with today, we'll just see if I actually stick to my notes. <laughs> so, but anyways, Psalms 148, verse 13. And this is what we have just done. Let them praise and exalt the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted and supreme. His glory and his majesty are above the earth and the heaven. Amen. That's who we praise. That he's the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And I'm just so excited. That word um, in, in Corinthians, Ephesians, and Peter, like we'll get to them more in depth here. But all three of those verses start the same way the Apostle Paul started them with, blessed be, blessed be the God and Father. Blessed is he. He's the highly, that means to be honored, favored, right? To be esteemed high above all held in reverence and that what this that's what this verse does right his name alone lord of lords king of kings his glory and his majesty fill us fill us and fill the earth the heavens are filled with the glory of the lord amen and so he just shows forth what he's like he shows forth what he's like when i was away i got to see the northern lights ah oh, my 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 he's so good he, and even with the change of the leaves, I've noticed how quickly it's changed. He shows forth his handiwork, his goodness. He's so creative. He's so wonderful in the way he puts it all together. And so he is just, uh, his spirit is just searching to and fro throughout this whole earth, looking for whom he can show himself strong. Right? Say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. Here I am. Show yourself strong in me today. His presence will outflow from you. And so when we have an understanding of who he is, we'll have more of an understanding of what will flow through us. In, in um, Hebrews 2, 
And it's also accounted in, also in, in, in Psalms 8 that says the exact same wording. And uh, Hebrews 2, 6, it says, What is man? What is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? Right? And in the Amplified, it carries on and it goes that you are graciously and you helpfully care for and you visit and look after him. Right? He walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. He wants to walk with you through your life. He wants to look after you. He wants to visit you. He wants to care for you. Amen? That's who he is. He's a loving, heavenly father. Amen? He's just bestowed so many things upon us. His blessing is upon us because he's the blessed one. Right? His blessing comes out of him, comes upon us. And so blessing means favor, protection. Favor, protection, blessing is the exact opposite of the curse. His favor and protection in every area and walk of our life comes upon us. The blessing of God. He wants to visit us, care for us, look after us. He wants to, he's concerned about every part of your area in your life. Every part, financial, health, family, work, your happiness. God wants you happy. He told me today that we need to just be happy right? Just be happy. Take a deep breath and just don't take yourself so seriously, right? Just relax, right? He knows how your day has started and he knows how it'll end. So, you know, life's not about just the destination or arriving in heaven if you're born again, right? But it's about the journey. It's about the day-to-day and he wants to be involved in it and he wants to show himself strong on your behalf. He wants to show blessing, his blessing on your life. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. <coughs> in Second Chronicles, excuse me, in chapter 4, verse 9, there was a man, that his name was Jabez. Imagine being called that, right? He, was, he said that he was more honorable than his brethren, right? He had more respect, uh, integrity. He was held in high regard than all his brothers. I don't know how many brothers he had, but Jabez was held in a place of, high integrity. Obviously, as we go on here, he said that um, his mother called him Jabez because he bore him in sorrow with aching, being regretful and bitter, oh my goodness, being heartbroken. Can you imagine naming your child heartbroken? Naming your child, oh, you ache me, you made me in pain, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and it also means to have a toiling mindset. Whether she was preoccupied in her life at that time, she had a toiling mindset. And I think sometimes we can strive too hard and not allow his presence to put you over. Where it's not in our strength and our might, but it's by the Spirit. It's by his presence that puts you over. And so that's, that's the God that we serve, right? And Jabez called on the God of Israel. So obviously he knew who God was, and he knew that in spite of his situation, he's risen above it. He's walking in integrity. He's walking in the blessing of the Lord. He's walking in the understanding as much as what he had. And this is his prayer. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border, my coast, that your hand might be with me, that you would keep me from evil, evil, and you might not grieve me or hurt me. Amen? The curse will hurt you. But blessing of God will give you all that you need, abundantly pressed down, shaken together, and running over into your life. And God, it says, he granted his request. Why? Because he asked. You know, he asked. And if you want a relationship and have a relationship, a deeper relationship with God, ask. 
commune with him, visit with him, let him care for you, let him look after you, let him experience his love, experience his goodness. Now there was another gentleman in the, in the Bible, I just want to touch on his life very briefly, and his name is Balaam. Anybody heard of Balaam? Okay, Balaam, and it says in Numbers 22 that, uh, um, and we'll set the scenario just a little bit, that the children of Israel set forth and they pitched their tents in the plains of Moab and that was on this side of the Jordan by Jericho. Okay, now it kind of freaked out this, this huge, huh? Okay, this huge, uh, this huge encampment came into their valley, came into their area, huge tents, thousands were pitched. And so Balak in verse four, he was the son of Zippor, the king, he was the king of the Moabites at that time. And it says in verse five, he sent messengers to Balaam because Balak is freaking out. What is your intention here? I've heard about you guys, right? What is your intention? So he's freaking out. So he sent messengers, messengers to Balaam and Balaam was a foreteller of events. In verse six, he says, now I come and I beg of you, Balak said this to Balaam, I beg of you, curse this people for me. For I know that whom you bless is blessed, and whom you curse is cursed. Right? So he had heard about the Israelites. He'd heard about the God that they serve. He'd heard about Balaam, that Balaam only spoke what God, the words that God put in his mouth in verse 38. Right? And so he says in um, 23:19, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he not spoken and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? And so Balaam, just a little bit of uh, the story history, he, uh, Balak said to him, you come curse these Israelites. They are in my space. I want them out of it. And so you come pronounce a curse. And so Balaam, Balaam went up into the top of one mountain and when he prayed and he looked over at them, the curse that he wanted to say came out as a blessing, right? And so Balak says, this isn't gonna do. Let's go over here, Let, then you can see them from a different angle. <laughs> and, and so he prayed and the Lord filled his heart and his mouth and he opened his mouth to curse and out came a blessing again. Three times, every time he opened his mouth that Balak is saying, curse them, curse them, because I know whom you curse is cursed and whom you bless is blessed. But the third time out came blessing. And he says, how? Can I bless? How can I curse what God has blessed? And so the things of this world and of this life, the curse has no effect on you. Christ has redeemed you from the curse. The curse has been removed from your life. But you need to know who the God whom you serve. You need to know that he's taken sickness and lack. He's taken um, division and strife. He's taken the curse from you. He's taken it and he has separated you and called you his people, his very own. You are the sons and daughters of the Most High, the High Exalted One, the Almighty. Come on, we've been learning about, come on, the names, all the names of God. Elohim, the God with us. I am that I am that I am is for you. Uh, you know, the, the God that provides, the God that heals, the God, the Lord that is your shepherd. 
He walks with you. He prepares a place for you to walk in every day of your life. And so in 24, verse 10, Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he smote his hands together, and Balak said to Balaam, I've called you to curse my enemies, and behold, you've done nothing <laughs> but bless them these three times. Amen. Blessing. Balaam saw the blessing of God upon God's people. God, the world should see the blessing that God has placed upon you. They should say there's something different about you. How come all of a sudden your bills are paid <laughs> miraculously? How come your flower bin never empties? You always have food on your table. How come your oil, your joy never empties? It, because God lives in me. Amen. Amen. You should see a difference in our lives between the people of the world. Just a quick recap, in Matthew chapter 5, you know, with the, the Butides, when Jesus was talking and he called the, uh, everyone together, and in verse 3 it says, he says, blessed, you are blessed, right? He's pronouncing blessing upon you. Blessed, happy to be envied, and another version says, fortunate and joyous are you. Blessed, fortunate, joyous, happy to be envied with spiritual prosperous, with life-giving joy. <laughs> life-giving joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength, right? A merry heart is good like medicine. Ha, 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 don't take yourself so seriously, <laughs> right? Life-giving joy. It'll produce life in your heart. Watch some good comedians. You know, take time to laugh at the little things. Oh, my. Right? Life-giving joy and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of your outward condition. Right? If things happen, laugh at it. Laugh at it. Right? He said that those that were poor or meek or merciful, those that were maintainers of his peace, those that when you were persecuted, you need to do this. You need to be happy, be blessed, and realize that God's favor and protection right, Just in spite of what's going on around you. In verse 4, it says, blessed and enviably happy, with a happiness produced, I think this is good, with a happiness produced by the experience of God's favor. Sometimes you just need a little touch of experience to say, God, you are so good. You knew exactly what I needed. Uh, and so the next time you get attacked in an area, and like, God, you put me over that last time, and that last time, and that last time. And I know you can do it now. Amen? Amen? So produced by God's happiness um, that is produced by the experience of God's favor and especially conditioned, this is good, by the revelation of his matchless grace. The grace of God is what we need in our life. That's how we live day to day. His goodness, his unmerited favor, his strength that puts us over. It's the revelation. Read about him. Read all that he is, because that's who you are. Amen? In verse 6, it says, Blessed and fortunate and happy and spiritually prosperous in that state in which the born-again child of God, right? You're born-again child of God enjoys, and another version says, and finds satisfaction, right? In his favor and in his salvation. Jesus was talking about when you are hungry and thirsty, be blessed. When you are mourning, be blessed. 
when you, are, you need comfort. Be blessed, right? When you are being reviled and people are persecuting you. Be blessed, right? He keeps pronouncing over and over and over his blessing. He's got more than enough to give to every person. He never runs out. There's not like, too bad, you're last in line, you're, you're out. <laughs> I just ran out today, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you are blessed, amen? Amen? And so in Ephesians verse 1, chapter 3, and I mentioned earlier in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, and in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, but in Ephesians 1, 3, it all has pretty much the same wording. The Apostle Paul had something stuck in his spirit that he was trying to get out. Three times he said to you, Blessed be the God and Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Everybody say all. 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 all everything. He's not, he does not have a shortage of blessing to pour out on your life. In heavenly places, in Christ, by the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will impart. The Holy Spirit is the man, the God-man of this hour. The Holy Spirit will impart unto you and show you what to say, what to do, where to be, and how to do it, right? The Holy Spirit will live and walk and talk with you. He'll sleep with you, amen? If you're having trouble sleeping, you just make a spot right there, come on, right? Because the peace of God, we need peace. Peace in our heart and peace in our mind, right? It'll guard and keep us. It'll keep us. In verse 4, I'm just going to pick out a couple of things. He says, he's picked us out. He set us apart. He, we are before him in his love, in his love. Verse 5, he ordained us and planned in love. Like when you're expecting a, a new baby, a new person in your life, you plan. You get a little crib, you get everything all set up. He planned in love, waiting for the day that you were born. Waiting for the day that he could pour his blessing, his talents, his gifts, his nature, his character into you. You have been strategically built in him. Amen? Everything in you has been put in there for a purpose and for a reason. So never allow the enemy to downgrade you and think you are nothing, you're nothing, you're no good. Nobody wants to hear from you. That is a lie. He's the father of lies, the devil. And so we need to just, uh, we need to clothe ourselves graciously and be filled with the knowledge of his goodness. Amen? He is so good. He's so good. And so we access this blessing by faith. It's by faith that we enter in and receive the promises of God. It's by faith, by trusting and having confidence in who he is, that we trust in him. We just have confidence that he's for us and not against us. Amen? And so in verse uh, Proverbs 10, 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. Right? I'm rich in blessings. I'm rich in his presence. And he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase. There's Jabez. Toiling does not increase when blessings come, right? The more you have, you have to look after, but <laughs> God gives you the strength. He gives you the endurance. He gives you the, uh, a smarter way to work, work for him, um, not harder, right? Smarter. Amen? 
Amen. So that his blessing empowers you to prosper. He causes you to excel in everything good. And he sets you in a place of dominion. We have been placed in a place to have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle. We have been in position to be, have placed dominion over all the works of the enemy. And so our strategic place in this world is to have dominion, to walk in his goodness, to allow it to flow forth out of us, to allow people to see a difference in our lives and allow us to bless and praise him, hold him in the highest reverence and the highest esteem, to adore him, to adore him, to sit there and just think about the glory and the angels going around the throne of God saying, holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we need to join in with that choir. <laughs> join in. Just keep talking your faith until you hit a gusher. Right? Just keep priming the pump. Let him put the word in your mouth for the answer for your solution. Keep priming the pump. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Don't become weary in well-doing. Keep saying it. Keep priming the pump. Keep putting the word into your heart, into your mouth, into your mind. When you hit a gusher, when you're confident, when you trust in that, it's going to flow out of you, and, and walls are going to break down. Uh, enemies, you're going to be delivered from certain things that have plagued your life and habits and things for years and years that when you hit that gusher, whew, you are set free. The captive is set free. Amen. You have breakthroughs in your finances. You have breakthrough in, in the things that you've had turmoil with, the things that have tried to hinder you and to put strongholds in your life. When you prime that pump and the word comes out of you, whew, look out, devil, you got him on the run. Amen. So acknowledge the outflow that he's put within you. Acknowledge we are a chosen vessel. A chosen vessel for him to flow through us, right? Everywhere we go, we should create the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden, beautiful flowers and smells and fragrances. The fragrance of the Lord is so wonderful. And, and, and we just need to create a, the Garden of Eden in our workplaces, in our homes, in our lives, in our families, right? We should be overflowing the blessing. God pronounced blessing upon them. There's a miracle in your mouth. That was one thing he said to me. He says, there is a miracle in your mouth. When you fill your mouth with what he has said, when you speak it out, there's a miracle in your mouth. Amen. We just pronounce and decree miracles and blessings in this place today. Everything that God has promised you would be imparted into your life. Strength and health and wholeness and provision. No lack, no lack, no lack. No, 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 no lack. No lack in joy. <laughs> no lack in joy. No lack in forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness just flows from us. Offenses are released from us like water off a duck's bath. No, Lord, we have our eyes on you. We just release the things that the enemy has tried to burden us with. And we are not conditioned regardless of our outward uh, circumstances, right? We receive from you. We receive from you. We are receivers. We have been built to receive, right? Life is a journey, not a destination. And sometimes we hit hard places where we have to press a little harder. And uh, <laughs> when we were away on our holiday, uh, we uh, went hiking. And uh, 
first off, we drove like a lot of kilometers up the switchbacks, up this mountain, and we got up to a, a place where the hike would start from, and we parked. And uh, there's mountains all around us. We were in BC. And it was stunning and beautiful. We get our water bottles, our running shoes, our backpacks on and everything. We're like, we're doing this. We're going to the top of this mountain. Well, I can't, we get hiking along. And it's not really a difficult hike, per se, but it's the elevation. We've come up to a certain point, right? And sometimes when you are um, accessing and wanting to get over a mountain, an obstacle that has been placed before you, you need to take breaks and, and persevere, but, but acclimate in your elevation, right? You know, acclimate, get your oxygen, get your breathing right. I'm hiking along and I'm like, man, I hike from here to where Garnet is sitting at the back and I'm like, <gasps> and I thought, okay, don't lose your eggs. Hang on to it. <gasps> Yeah, and I'm like, what is the, and so we would find a log, and I would sit down, and I'm like, okay, Jesus, come on, I'm, I'm going to the top of this mountain, and we get going, and I go another 30, 50 feet, and I'm like, and I'm like, what is, what is going on, and sometimes we get in that situation where life is like, taking your breath away, I'm overwhelmed with life, right? Right? But every time when I was completely out of breath, there was a log. <laughs> there was a rock. And I would like calm it down, keep my breakfast, calm it down. My heart is like, whoo, whoo, whoo. Okay? And, and so, but we did that. I did that. <laughs> At least a dozen times to get to the top above the alpine level. Right? And it was really only a three-kilometer hike. <laughs> it wasn't anything. But it was the elevation. It was the uphill climb. And you, even though it was basically footing, good, there should have, I should have run up it, right? <coughs> Excuse me. But. <laughs> but anyways, all of a sudden, you know, after a dozen times, and I told them, like, I'm sitting and resting, you may as well all find a log too. Because when I'm sitting there going, <gasps> they're like, are you done yet? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I have to breathe. And so anyways, we did, I, we took some pictures, but I didn't, they weren't quality enough to put on the board or the screen. But anyways, when we got to the top, we reached the top of the alpine level. And, and last week when Pastor Jordan was talking about, he is our shepherd. He's our good shepherd. He will lead us into a green pasture. And we're getting up above the tree line and just above where you can see the tips of the trees, it opened into this huge green pasture area bigger than this whole church area. And there was a huge boulder rock, you know, and we sat on this rock and just looked. And it was so peaceful and, and it was so beautiful. The mountains, 360 around you, just beautiful. And I'm saying all this because God wants to take us all to a higher level in him. He wants our lives to come up higher. He wants us to maybe press past where we've been comfortable <laughs> doing before, 
right? He's not a hard taskmaster. No, he wants to produce more blessing so that you have experiences in his favor and in his protection, right? He wants to just bring you up higher, bring you to that place where he can pour his exceedingly, abundantly, overwhelming presence and love of his grace upon your life, of his blessing upon your life. And so who's ready to go for a hike? Okay? <laughs> Don't eat eggs Benedict before you go. <laughs> but God just wants to pour every blessing upon you. Life is a journey, not just a destination. There's an uphill, narrow mountain path. Sometimes we're in between a rock and a hard place, right? But keep on going. Talk to God about it. Talk to it, <laughs> right? Talk to it about God. Mountain, you are removed from my life, right? There's a miracle in your mouth. All you have to do is just keep saying, and you have to keep saying, I'm going to the top. I'm going over. I'm going through. I'm not stopping here. I'm going to keep going. And so with determination and with his goodness, he plants things in your lives to encourage you, right? It's important to be in contact with each other. Encourage one another daily. Encourage yourself in the Lord, right? That's what David did. When everyone was against him, he encouraged himself. And so that's what we do when we are filled with his blessing. Every blessing comes from above. Every blessing comes through the son of his love. And when I was studying this message, that little jingle just kept going through me. It kept going through me because every blessing, every blessing that we receive and walk in comes from above, right? And every blessing comes through the son of his love. Jesus paid a great price for us to be blessed. He paid a gruesome, awesome price for us to have life abundantly, for us to have provision to life, to have, for us to have life joy. Amen? Amen. So say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed exceedingly. Mm, abundantly and overflowing. And overflowing. So if anybody needs prayer for anything, we're just going to stop right here for the moment. God has gotten that time after I did that hike. I came home that night and I was tired. And I laid in bed that night. And, and I woke up in the middle of the night with the awareness of a hand in my head and a hand in my heart. And I thought, Lord, his presence was wonderful. A hand in my head and a hand in my heart. I says, Lord, what's going on? He says, I'm giving you peace in your mind and peace in your heart. Settle it down. Settle it down. Don't allow the enemy to keep you in a place of torment to keep your heart pounding so bad, to keep your heart in strife, to keep your heart from not hearing him, right? Peace in your heart and in your mind this day, okay? Over all the circumstances, regardless of your outward circumstance, peace in your mind and peace in your heart, amen? In the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that every blessing 
It comes from above. Every blessing comes through the son of his love. And so we are blessed. We are blessed people. And that's how we walk. Amen. Amen. If anyone needs prayer for anything, just stand. And our word care team will be up here shortly. Um, if anybody wants to give, it's word, uh, wordchurch.ca backward forward slash. <laughs> give, 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 give. Press down, shaken together and running over. When we give the Lord things to work with in our life, he can bless it multiply he can take the the two fish and the two loaves and the five fish and he can bless it and multiply it when you give what you give in your hand right that's what he said to the woman with the um with the oil and the, the flour what do you have in your hand what do you have in your house give that give your time give your substance give your heart give whatever the holy spirit says to you to give and he will bless it so I just pronounce blessing upon you this day. Blessed, overflowing, pressed down, shaken together. He will give into your bosom. And you will be a witness and you will be a, an outstanding um, haha, monument <laughs> of his goodness. A monument that people will see. That people will be aware of the God that's more than enough. That's upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.